Okay, we are live. Uh, we got a great episode for everybody tonight. Uh, welcome to the show. We're going to be talking about Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, this is a no-spoilers podcast, so we won't be going too in-depth. We'll just be talking about, you know, how we're feeling about the game and uh, the waves it's been causing. I'm here with my co-host tonight, Raheem, and our special guest, Chris. All right. You guys can say hello. Hi. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I said it very uh, meekly and quietly. Hi. Hi. Oh, hi. All right. Um, so I'm really enjoying the game so far. It's beyond amazing. Uh, there's so much you can do with the game. It's the, the versatility of the gameplay is just it, it's great. Um, I've actually seen some pretty funny, uh, like videos of the, uh, people, I guess, I don't want to say, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, befriending, they befriend the owl bear, and the owl bear just jumps up from this really high perch, <laughs> drop yeah. on somebody, and it just does the craziest amount of damage, and it's just oh. like, the owl bear off the top rope! <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like the amount of things you can do in this game is just great. Um, Chris, what's your experience been like so far? It's been wild, and I'll just start with I'm quite terrible at D and D, uh, in the way that I don't really understand a lot of the in depth things around what a spell is truly capable of. Um, and like digging further into like tool tips and things, I'm just like, okay, button says fire, I cast fire, attack. <laughs> so it's it's interesting because there's a lot of layers that I've noticed to this game because someone like me who has never really played a game like this, I tried Diablo back in the day. Don't at me, I didn't like it. <laughs> um, and this is quite different from that, from what I've seen. And for someone who doesn't really know or hasn't really stepped too many feet into the D&D world, it's still extremely fun and extremely playable. And um, you can get yourself into quite a few silly situations uh, <laughs> that have so many different ways that you can either get out of them or continue to walk that path. So it's been very interesting and enjoyable for me. That's good to hear, Raheem. Um, I, now, I know Cress and I are pretty deep into the story. I don't know how far you've... I think you're still in Act 1, right? I am still in Act 1, yeah. What? Know, I'm, I've been trying to... Uh, well, hold on one second. One second here. Sorry. <laughs> Headphone was having a little issue there. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm uh, Yeah, I'm still in Act 1. Um, it's, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm trying to, trying to sit down and play the game. Uh, but, you know, life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, I've, I'm getting... At least I'm playing it a lot deeper than i did with the beta be or the early access um since now i know that you know i'm going to be able to continue the story <laughs> and instead of stopping at like some major part that i don't want to i don't want to stop at yeah so um but i mean it still is just as amazing as it was when i was playing the early access you know it's it's still an amazing game um i'm just just it's so much there's so so much <laughs> going on, so much to do. But I mean, I I I'm in the same boat as Cress here because you know I, I I just see I see a spell 
or if I'm able to just enhance my 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 regular just attack damage, then I'll just go ahead and just do that <laughs> instead of trying to really look too too deep into the uh in, into the spells. Like I'm trying, but it's it's uh, it, it's a lot. It's like, I mean, you know me, man. I play a tank in almost every yeah, game we yeah. play. So, you know, me, I'm just like, all right, I got I got my sword. Give me a whole bunch of strength. <laughs> all right, I'm going to hit everybody as hard as I can. <laughs> and that's, right. which is exactly why I'm playing Githyanki. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, But, you know, it's still, it's, it's, it's an amazing. It's, it's an, it's an amazing game, an awesome game. Um, I can't wait till we actually do our, our quest Yo, soon. Yes, our our, yeah, our little adventure <laughs> we got planned is gonna be great. Yes, yes, it's, I can't it's wait. It's gonna for be that. legendary. <laughs> um, you know, and and um, I I'm, I'm I'll tell you one thing, and I don't know if it's gonna happen or not. I'm trying to beat it before Starfield. It's not gonna trying. happen. It's not gonna. I'm telling you right now, it's not gonna happen. If you're still on Act One, <sighs> it's not gonna happen. I I'll just tell you right now, just I'm over a hundred hours deep, <laughs> and I've just got to Act Three. Oh my goodness! Oh, yeah. Shit. Oh man. It... And it's interesting because I've been playing in tandem <laughs> with a friend of mine who is very into D and D and like knows in depth all of that stuff. And so, like, I'll watch him stream it, and he's like. I don't even know. He knows like all of these combinations of gear to put together to suddenly have an, an armor class of like 21 across the board for all of his people. And I'm like, you're insane. How are you doing this? And I'm like, yeah, Gale's at 13, but he's got that one spell that can give him magic armor. Right. <laughs> That's all I know. I, I, I saw his layout for uh, one of his characters. His I think he was, he's running a, a bard. Which yeah. is like twenty one or twenty two armor class. I'm like, bro, it's what? <laughs> like... I don't understand how he does it. <laughs> but that's that's like, so that that um offers kind of a unique perspective about how this game and how good this game is. It's like you've got two and a half people here on this stream right now who are new to Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I say two and a half because I've played Dungeons and Dragons. I've I've dabbled in it. Um. I haven't really gone in depth in depth, but I know enough to get by and have a conversation about Dungeons and Dragons if needed. Um, but it goes to show that Baldur's Gate 3, you don't need this extensive knowledge of Dungeons and Dragons to pick up the game and play. You can just go. The game lays it all out very nicely, very neatly, um, in a way that just is available for everybody to just pick up and go. Um, yeah. now obviously there are those on the further end of the spectrum, there's the in-depth stuff where you can just start doing crazy shit, like build a 21 armor class bard. And it's just <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's just a great game overall. Like there is not a single thing wrong with this game. I've, I've encountered, um, ex except one particular boss fight, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we, we maybe we should talk about that. Me, me and Chris will do a separate video for that i don't want to spoil it for, for raheem i will say that's been my biggest challenge is there are some like boss situations where mm. for instance i'll just say there was a whole uh, fight with a bunch of undead and i don't know enough about 
a cleric, if you will, to understand that that cleric might have a spell that can really help me out in this battle. So I'm just like struggling hardcore over and over dying to this battle. And so then I go to my friend and I was like, damn, I suck at this game. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. And he's like, well, why don't you use that one spell? And I'm like, what's that spell again? <laughs> and then, then I'm like, oh, and I go back and the fight becomes that much more easy. So mm -hmm. there is some of that, but that feels extremely rewarding when you figure that kind of stuff out. So yeah. I, I've just been enjoying it greatly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's, if, if, you know, if you, if you really dive into the nitty gritty of every part of the game, you know, like, and the spells and the armor and really, really dive into it. It's, it's, it, it, it's pretty overwhelming. Um, yeah. Cause the game is just yeah. so in depth. Like, like they, Larian studios, really took their time with this game and made it as in-depth as possible, but still easy to access. It's, 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 it's weird because it is a game that should be, and that in, in a sense is complicated, but it's still pretty easy to play. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's and they, they, they really did a great job with it. That's, that's kind of like an issue that I have with Dungeons and Dragons. Cause I, I, I love Dungeons and Dragons. If I could take the time to read through the 8 million textbooks you need to have a master's degree to get through, uh, just to even start the game and build a character in Dungeons and Dragons, I'd, I'd probably be playing Dungeons and Dragons all the time. Um, right. But there's, and th there's this, this gap of, of knowledge you need to even start the game. And that's what keeps me away from it, honestly. Um, right. And I know that's probably yeah. what keeps a lot of other people away from it. Same. The interesting thing about this game, too, I feel like, is they made a lot of that, like, knowledge easily accessible through yes. the menus. I thought the menus were really, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like, well-designed, intuitive. Mm -hmm. It, mm -hmm. It's very easy to look at what you have and what you can do and understand quickly, even in the heat of battle. And I think that's extremely important for allowing people like ourselves to jump right in. Right. Uh, uh, that, that was... The point I was leading up to was that exactly is that the game does a really good job of bridging that gap of knowledge that you can you don't need to have an absurd amount of knowledge just to roll a character sheet. You can just be like, I want to play this race, this class, this little background. Cool. It gives me these bonuses. Fantastic. Oh, I can customize my stats. I don't know what I'm doing here. It gives me a defaulted layout. Fantastic. Yeah. I don't need to, you know have to dig through a textbook to understand that oh i need to have charisma for my bard it tells you flat out it's like bards use charisma awesome thank you <laughs> <laughs> you just described my uh, initial experience with the game <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's you know it, it really it really is a great game um it's just uh I can't believe how other developers are treating it. You Bro. Know, this is this is kind of like a game that should be praised. This is this is a game that should be praised. There should be no real hate with this game unless you just like hate the type of game, I guess, but you know, there's really should be no hate with the game especially coming from the gaming community and right. for some reason they're and for some reason developers are just like, yeah, no, don't expect this level of 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 uh, you know, uh perfection with our games yeah you know don't, don't 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 expect this guys you know this this isn't this isn't something that you should expect from from any other game developer this is just and them. this is 
I'm like, that's crazy. This what? is triple A <laughs> developers stating this too. That's the worst part. Is right, like, exactly. This is what I expect from you guys. I didn't expect this from Larian Studios. I expected a buggy ass game. They're a double A studio, but they put they took time, effort, and put a lot of love into this fucking game. And it shows. Yeah. yeah. And you, know, this, you and, and yeah. It, it it casts a really bad light on the rest of the industry in the sense that it's showing us how bad these developers have been over the last couple of years. How just forgetful they've been, how like uncaring they've been putting you know how lack the lack of care that goes into the games because they want to meet a deadline right yeah they no longer care about the player experience they are caring about their bottom line right and for them to come straight out and say like don't expect this level of perfection from us is astounding to me frankly because i feel like this should be what every game strives to be and obviously every game can't be this we're right. not going to see Animal Crossing Baldur's Gate edition. Right. That's <laughs> and that's that's the that's something I I was going to talk about too is like just because this game is so in-depth and and you've got this spider web of of branches and and conversation topics you can make it doesn't mean I want every game to be like this. Right. At the core of Baldur's Gate the game is fun. It's easy to play while also being complex at a deeper level. And it's engaging, and it's got a good story. It's it's hitting all the key points of what a game should be. Right, right. You know, and and like it's it's one of those things where you know we don't we don't we don't want every game to become an RPG. You know, we're not looking for a Call of Duty RPG edition. Right. No, we're not we're not we're not doing that. You know, um, we're just we want developers to take care of their product to put in the work and care that Larian Studios did for their product and put out a great product. Right. You know, don't don't give us another No Man's Sky or Cyberpunk, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, take care. <laughs> there's there's been a plethora of games that just have fallen short because of that lack of care. Diablo 4, you said Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk was a big one. Um Oh, God, there's so many. I think part of it is our precedent, too, because we're literally being fed garbage and we're still eating it. Yes. So that, as a community well, of gamers, like we need to demand better. Right. Yeah. And that's what we were talking about with the Red Dead, the Red Dead release that's coming out. Oh, yes. Yeah. Check out our video. Yes. Red Dead Redemption. Do not buy that one. Don't buy. Please Red Dead do not Redemption. buy it. I will not teach them a lesson. Do not buy that exactly. garbage. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I want I want Red Dead Redemption remade. Okay. Updated graphics. I want um I want an updated world. I want uh, yo, I want the remake like how it was supposed to be, kind of like how Resident Evil 2 was, three and four, and how um Final Fantasy 7 was. Mm -hmm. Like, come on. If you're stop, stop doing do it, this. Do it right. Do it right stop or don't do this. it at all. Exactly. Yeah. If you're gonna and, and if you're gonna port the game. Don't port it for fifty bucks. Yeah, that's a what? little crazy. Yeah, so like, what? What are you doing? And and then, and then come out with an article saying that oh yeah we looked around the market and, and then, yeah this is a good this is a good price for this game. On top okay, of that, on top of everything, Larian Studios is like they the 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 question was presented to them: Will there be microtransactions in the game? Larian Studios said no. We want the player to enjoy everything this game has to offer. No ifs, ands, or buts. No, no borders between you and the content of our game. 
It yep. is you in this game. That is it. You purchase the game, you get everything. And that that is big in today's gaming industry. That yeah. is that is PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, games of Eld that we hold to such high esteem yeah. <laughs> because those games were the complete deal. You got everything that you paid for in right. those games. And that's what we're getting with Baldur's Gate is everything we paid for. We paid for a great game. We're getting a great game. If there was a if there was an option to like throw an extra couple of bucks at Larian when I purchased this game, hundred percent would have done it. But there wasn't. No, Not that I saw anyway. But because they deserve it. Um, yeah. I think Asmongold made a video. He's like, I'm not going to play Baldur's Gate three, but I'm going to buy it. Why? Because they deserve the support for making a game like this. Mm-hmm. They deserve to be rewarded for what they've done. Yeah. And the fact that the rest of the industry is looking down on this game like, no, that's wrong, is a shame. It's because it's because they want they want to <clears throat> bring put out a game that can be supported long term. So they, they so they want to put out a game that's that's you know not um that that's just that's not the whole thing or just something that's just one one section of something and right. then just litter with microtransactions and then want to support it because right. you could keep making money off of it you know that's well that's the problem Fortnite. at the end of the day is well, yeah is is money money's the problem here and i understand right. i understand you are a gaming industry you're a gaming company you need to make a game you need to make money that's the whole point but at the end of the day when you are purposefully leaving out um important chunks of the game or not finishing or polishing a game to even like basic standards yeah there's a real problem there it's i i i don't know how they expected people to react when a a, a polished game came out But I like. Did they expect people to be like, "Oh, wow, this game is so polished. I don't want to play this. I want to go back to my microtransactions riddled <laughs> shit fest with all those bugs and glitches that is going to get fixed three patches from now." Or I want to, or or I want an RPG that 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 is out that that I can play a lot, but then I have to pay a hundred dollars a year for other features like a private server or infinite storage <laughs> Fall space. Fallout 76. Fall 76, right. <laughs> like, like, oh my God. I, you know, I, I, can't, I can't get over the fact that Fallout 76 is so much fun, but God damn it, Bethesda. Like, yeah. I, I, no, I'm not going, I'm not going to do it. Let's not dive into that because Starfield's right we around the corner. <laughs> right, exactly. When we eventually do our Starfield podcast, I'll, I'll, we'll talk about that more. But anyway... Um, interesting thing that I find is games make money in a couple of ways, microtransactions being one of them that I do not agree with. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but everywhere I look, whether it's on TikTok, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Twitch, every goddamn person is playing Baldur's Gate three right now. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. because the hype is real and it's a good game and everyone's getting on board. And we saw this in games like animal crossing with COVID, you know, on the rise, Animal Crossing was suddenly all over social media, and Nintendo sold more Nintendo Switches in that year alone than the previous two years because 
everyone wanted to be a community and come together and play this game together. Right. You've seen it with that. You've seen it with Baldur's Gate. You see it with Final Fantasy all the time. Mm-hmm. That's the way that I want people to lean in on making money on their games. Make something that is good, that has value, that we can share together. Bring the community together and the right. money will follow. And right. charge what the game is worth. I would have easily paid $80 for Baldur's Gate. 100%. Oh, yeah, 100%. Definitely. And like, definitely. so here's my thing with microtransactions, right? Is depending on the uh, quality of the game, if it's free to play, I'm okay with microtransactions because you've made something that is accessible for free. It is a quality game. You need to make money off of this somehow. I understand. That's you want to throw call. microtransactions in there. there? You know, cosmetics. Maybe, a, you know, a couple like energy, like for a good example for me in terms of games that are okay for microtransactions is Pokemon Go. Yeah. Pokemon Go broke the world. Got to get my Pokeballs. And exactly. if there's not a Pokestop nearby, I'm, I'm going to have to buy some. Right. <laughs> you throw a couple bucks, you get your Pokeballs, you, you go, you go walk around or you go and take an adventure into town and you hit all the Pokestops, you know, but like microtransactions like that are okay because Pokemon Go at the end of the day was a quality game. You could play with your friends, kind of. Um You can now. Yeah, it's, you it, can it, now it, for it's sure. It's changed a lot. Yeah. It's changed a lot. Um But it was one of those things where it's like this is this is good. This is a good thing, okay? Then you got shit like uh Honestly, like Fortnite's pretty bad with it. Um a lot of these gotcha games are awful. League of Legends. League well, League of Legends is free to play. And the oh, only only true. thing you can purchase are skins. That's true. Well, so is Fortnite. I mean Fortnite, yeah, well, I mean but... Fortnite is, has a lot of trans Well, you know what? Call well, No, well, you know what my issue is is battle passes. I hate battle passes. Well, that's called that's your Call of Duties, you yes. know, your Diablo. Yeah. Um, I'm mad Diablo went with a battle pass instead of just like just play the game, enjoy the game. As soon as they announced it was going to be open world, interconnected world, I was like, oh, here comes the battle passes and the microtransactions. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, that's not to even, let's not even start on the plethora of issues with Diablo 4 on release. Another I mean, video. You know, you know, the one thing that did work in Diablo 4, though, is that goddamn store. <laughs> You're right. You're right. <laughs> Gotta make I sure the store is working. That adds to the ability to lose yourself in the game because, as I said, I'm over a hundred hours deep in Baldur's Gate. I don't know what happened. I blacked out and suddenly <laughs> I was in Act Two. Um, <laughs> but there's not this experience that takes you away from the game where you're like suddenly, okay, let me get my credit card out. I can't remember exactly. the expiration date, and yeah. like now I got to put all this numbers mm-hmm. in. Like you don't have to deal with any of that. You're in the middle of a crazy in-depth conversation where if you're a drow, you have a special option to talk to another drow about the history of the drow and like get a completely different response than anyone else would. And I just think that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. And that's, you know, it's th- there's not even like a niche situation for it. It's littered throughout the entire game. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm happy I'm happy that, that this that this is like kind of showing, hey people, this is this is what gaming is supposed to be. You mm-hmm. know, this 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 is what a complete video game is supposed to be. You know, um, for and, and and I'm not I'm not just talking, you know, uh, um, 
obviously Baldur's Gate 3 isn't, isn't the only complete game that has come out in recent years. You know, obviously you got Uncharted, God of War, stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, you, 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 you always see those games and it's like, oh, man, you know, PlayStation, of course, has the complete games, no microtransactions or anything like that. You know, so I'm I'm happy that Baldur's Gate 3 came out and said, no, you know, an indie studio can make a, or not even really, Larian's not really indie, right? They're like, they're double A, you they're said? They're double A, yeah. Right, so they're not really even indie anymore, you know. And Divinity Original Sin Two, that game was amazing. So you know, I'm I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm just happy that people can can take can see that this is how a game should be. You know, this is this is how it was back in the day. You know, when you had your complete versions of Zelda, and you still you still have complete Zelda. I mean, Nintendo does extremely well too. You know, your PS One, your PS Two games. These are these how these are how games are supposed to be done. Are right. supposed to be released. You know, little to no bugs, a complete game. You know, not not your destinies that right. you know you bring out, and then you, you see get... that there's the content that's there. <laughs> you can literally see it, but you can't. And touch still, it. you can't do anything <laughs> until, until you buy it. That's it's wild because I thought like Tears of the Kingdom. This is it. This is game of the year because I Zelda is my absolute favorite of all time. Like, mm-hmm. if you do Zelda podcast, I'm there. I could talk about Zelda for literal years. <laughs> um, but I'm starting to question, and I feel guilty. <laughs> and, like, I'm betraying my favorite game series, and I'm like, oh, no, is Baldur's Gate going to take Game of the Year? Because it deserves Game of the Year. Absolutely, it does. There are there are so many great games that came out this year and have yet to come out this year that are a contender for Game of the Year. Um, if Starfield actually does extremely well, you know, like how Skyrim did back in the day, mm. that can also be a game of the year contender. Yeah. You know, there's, t- but the thing is, a Zelda game was released. Right. So Zelda's game of the year. <laughs> and here's, you make here's, a good point and I'm for it. <laughs> like that, that is like, honestly, um, uh, what I see as a problem in the industry, I'm not going to lie. Um, it, with the gate with the whole uh game of the year awards shit like that um it definitely seems rigged sometimes because there's games that oh. should have gotten game of the year Did, didn't overwatch win game of the year one time and we were like yeah, but what i don't the think fuck? we won't talk about that <laughs> i don't think anything actually came out that year that was 2016 i'm pretty sure 2016 was a dead year for gaming i'm pretty sure it was um, um but yes overwatch i, I don't game of the year. i don't particularly remember but um my point being that um because the industry is looking down on this game the way they are i don't think they're gonna give it the platform that it deserves uh don't you know that we can quote unquote vote well yeah (laughs) allegedly allegedly Yeah, I keep, I, I type in that thing, you know, I type in that thing a, a whole bunch of times. And I'm just like, you know, I wonder if there's just like a troll, like like everybody's like just trolling and saying, you know what, we're gonna pick this indie game for game of the year because you know I, I feel I feel like people will do that, <laughs> and I feel like it, it, it probably it probably one of these years there was an indie game that won. And they were just like, nah, we can't do that. <laughs> uh, actually, Hades won game of the year. Hades was an indie game. Hades deserved that. Hades, Hades didn't win. Yeah, but it didn't win Game of the Year. It did. I swear to God, it did. No, it was nominated. It didn't win. You're not gonna have what? an indie game that wins. You're never gonna have an indie game I that wins. I swear to God, Hades won Game of the Year. No, it never won Game of the Year. It might have won another one. Maybe another I one because yeah, something. 
I mean, the Game Awards isn't the only awards for That's gaming. That's true. It is the um, biggest award, though. It's, it's like the, the biggest one. It's like the Emmys or the Grammys, you know? It's just like... <laughs> right. Exactly, you know? But there's other awards, like... um, uh, mm, It says Hades so won Game of the Year at 2021 Game Developers' Choice Awards. Yeah, there we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I had to know. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious. Um, but no, uh, Winter actually just commented in the stream. Hi, Winter. Um... Hi, Winter. The, Hello. That a game like this, he said uh, the animals have full voice and dialogue too. And he's right. A game that goes where you have the ability to speak to animals or raise the dead and have full conversations with said raised dead thing or Yo, animals. Yeah, that's crazy. Is <laughs> absolutely bonkers. <laughs> I, I, yo, the I was... depth of this game knows no end. So, so I remember this because <laughs> when I started playing with you, right in our in our one Baldur's Gate three uh, game that we were playing, mm -hmm. um, you were just talking to this random animal. And oh I was yeah, like, you, you saw me talking to the pig, and you're like, bro, what the yeah, fuck are you like, doing? Wait, what? I'm like I had a conversation. This is like a whole script. Like I, I thought talking to animals was just going to be like scripted instances of doing it, but no, you can just talk to animals. I'm just like, bro, what? I literally any animal in the game has dialogue options. Yeah. And some of them will lead you to like a quest. Yes. It's so bizarre. Like you yeah. may miss out on a quest because you didn't talk to this rat. Yeah. Or there's like a, an oxen or a cow of some sort that like seems superfluous on the surface of you speaking mm. to him, but he seems weird. So you talk to him, but he shows up three or four more times in the game. He's like everywhere <laughs> you go, you're like, ah, it's you again. <laughs> what, are you doing? It's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> This I like it's 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 just it's just so amazing. Just it's, this game is just so amazing. Like, it, it definitely deserves to. I believe that it deserves to win over Zelda for Game of the Year. Um, I agree with that. Heart, but sorry, uh, Chris. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I know mean, in your heart of hearts, it's the truth. <laughs> and like I'll I said, sit in my Zelda room and deny it till I die. <laughs> And like I said, there 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 have been there have been great games this year. No, most notably Final Fantasy sixteen, mm -hmm. right? And then there Honestly, are great games that that are that are coming. Oh, and Re didn't Resident Evil four come out this year too? I, th I think Resident I Evil think 4 so. I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like that I was like in like February or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know there are there are a lot, and there like I said, there are more games yet to come. You know, you, you still got Starfield. I know everybody is like you know down it right now. But you still got Starfield. You got um, by everybody. He means he means me. Well, I mean, there's more. There's more. Understandably so. But you know, you got Starfield. You got Alan Wake two. You know that's coming mm -hmm. out. You got um, Alone in the Dark remake. Bro, uh, fucking Armored Core comes out in two days. Oh my Core. god. You know, there's 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 a lot more games coming out um, that I, that I feel that can be contender. So. You know, I, but I I feel as though they're all going to lose against Baldur's Gate three. At at um, at this rate, yes, absolutely. Yeah. I was gonna say Final Fantasy sixteen is probably gonna take game of the year. Nah, but after I, I think it would have deserved game of the year, and then Baldur's yeah, Gate yeah, dropped. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, Gate, yeah. Final it's Fantasy sixteen Gate... wasn't gonna win over Legend of Zelda. I knew that. No, but I think it deserved it over Legend of Zelda. Me too. 
I mean, uh, I, I love Final Fantasy 16. I'm I mean, only always... one quest deep into 16, so I can't really say too much about it. But yeah. I will say uh, my boyfriend played through it, and he doesn't really sit down to play through a lot of games because he's extremely busy. Mm-hmm. But that game... Like for something like that to steal his time away, and uh, yeah, I was just like, him, this game must be amazing. I had him by the guyons. One hundred percent. He's like, do you mind if I sit here and play for hours? And I was like, oh, that's fine. I'll just go play Final Fantasy. Right. Fourteen. You play sixteen. I'll play fourteen. That make sure uh, make yeah. sure you do all the side quests. That's all I got to say. Make yes. Sure you do yes. All the and side uh, quests. you know, actually, Final Fantasy sixteen it made my top 10 games list that I've ever played mm-hmm. because that game, That's like awesome. I said, I, I, I beat that game twice. Like I, I, I within the same month, yeah. I beat that game twice. I, I, everything. And I still, and I'm still going through a third playthrough right now. If Baldur's Gate, if it wasn't for Baldur's Gate 3 right now, I'd probably still be doing my third playthrough. That game Honestly, is Honestly, the only reason I have not yet played it is because I was in Zelda world, like 24 by seven, just <laughs> trying to hundred percent. Oh, uh, I get Tears that. Of the kingdom. And then I was like, okay, I'll play it now, but I'm still kind of doing stuff in 14. And then Baldur's Gate came out, and someone, I won't say, Winter, uh, hyped it up to me. And I was like, all right, I got to try this game. And it's been incredible. Good man, Winter. Good man. Um, well, I can tell you I can tell you that um, just like how you're one quest into Final Fantasy 16, that, that's kind of like how I am with Legend of Zelda. Yo, mm-hmm. Tears of the Kingdom is so overwhelming to me. I want I want to play it. I want to play it. I want to sit down and beat it. I did it with Breath of the Wild, but then I'm just like, God damn it! It's another Breath of the Wild. I got to really sit down and concentrate and play it. Oh, mm-hmm. Jesus! <laughs> I was gonna say like that's that's an important thing. Is like, if a game can pull you away for hours at a time and keep you engaged and keep you coming back, um, just because of just purely how good it is, like, um. The, the, there's there's that that FOMO feeling of like I have to play this game right now and finish it ASAP. I don't right. have that FOMO feeling with Baldur's Gate three. I had it with Final Fantasy sixteen. I was like I got to beat this game as quickly as possible. Right. I had it with uh, Remnant two, which I failed I failed to complete because ba- I didn't realize Baldur's Gate three is coming out two months early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. They surprised everybody. Uh, that one that one came out of nowhere for me. Yeah. Um what else? I feel like I had to rush through Resident Evil 4. Um Really? Yeah. Oh well RE4 kept me engaged. No, so like, trust I, me, I, I, I was I was I was in, but like I, I it felt like I had to I had to, you know, just shut up and play, you know what I mean? Right. Um right. but Baldur's Gate 3, I just feel like it's it's gonna be there forever. It's gonna be the, the a game oh, yeah. that lasts for the next ten years. This is oh, gonna yeah. be like I know Sp- Skyrim has lasted people for a very long time. I don't know how or why. <laughs> because of the mods. That's why. Fair enough. Yo, fair enough. Fair yo, enough. Yo, yeah, there are mods yeah, exactly. for Baldur's Gate three, by the way. Just, just if you didn't know. Um, I may or may not have installed some of them already. <laughs> I know exactly which ones you installed, Chris. I needed that drip. <laughs> um, but I, I don't have that that FOMO that that comes with a lot of the games. I know Baldur's Gate Three is going to be around for a long time. I'm taking my time to play it. I'm enjoying it because, like, even if I can only get an hour in for the night, I'll sit down. I'll enjoy that entire hour, and I might only get through one fight. 
I might only get through one fight with a pack of fucking goblins, but like mm. anything you do in that game is just engaging. It's fun. It's yeah. it it's just a phenomenal experience. And yeah. oh god, I just <laughs> it's just such you know, a and, great and, game. Yeah. And you know, I haven't really talked too much too much about the world, but it's it's not a dead world. You know, it's the world mm-hmm. is filled and engaging at until you, every turn you know until you kill it but <laughs> well yeah i mean unless you kill every single one yeah you, you know of course but you know the, the world is just so the world itself is just so engaging like when you when you go to that one part i don't really want to spoil it but this but i'm just gonna say you go to one part in act one where i went and then all of a sudden the guy was like there's something wrong and then everything changed out of nowhere i'm like what oh what? yeah 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 oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like yo well you know my my favorite part of act one because i feel like act one isn't really like too spoilery because of the beta um right. but i know some people still you know they didn't play the beta um so i'll try to keep it as spoilery as pot a spoiler spoilerless free. spoiler spoiler free as possible free, thank you yeah. chris um but there's it, it like there is no prompt there's no um there's no quest there's no reason at all except pure exploration on a side road that you might find but in that place that you were talking about there's a little island that you can jump to a little little like little sand thing that you can jump across the water to to jump to another island to and on that little island is an interesting encounter it's a, I know what you're talking about, and I'm so bent because I saw something on it afterward, and oh. I can't go back because I'm already too far in. Damn. And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> so, next playthrough. Which there will be multiple for me. I'd tell you that mm-hmm. much. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, like, then the, there was that encounter. There's uh, there's an encounter if you go behind the Druid's Grove. Okay. There's an encounter back there. You just there's no prompt or th- any th- any reason to go back there, but if you explore, there's a little like there's a situation going on back there, and it's like you you it, it, this game feels like not that you have to go and explore every nook and cranny, mm-hmm. but that you want to. Right. It says, you know this 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 will be here if you want to take a look. Yeah. If and I feel like I go in <laughs> modes too because like there are some areas that I like literally quite quite literally picked clean of anything that could be going on there. Mm-hmm. But then like my personality is I'll have like the hyper fixation mode where I'm like I'm looking at everything that there is to look at here and then I completely miss that side quest or what might be going on behind the grove because then I like it switches and I'm overwhelmed and I'm like all right just yeah. straight minded get to the quest but that still works it's still enriching and enjoyable because you have like your core party too that you're playing right. with. Right. And there's enough dialogue and story and backstory going on with every one of those characters to keep you enthralled and engaged in that much alone. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got you, that. That's another good thing is that like, you don't even have to do all the side shit. The main quest, the main dialogue between the main cast of characters is so engaging and interesting and in depth that you don't need anything else. That alone is a fa- would make a fantastic game. Yeah. If Most this definitely. game was streamlined, that was just path A to B, because of how the game is, the how the story is laid out, how the characters, the voice acting is all done so well. If it was just that A to B situation, 
it'd still be a great game. But like I said, you've got this nice spider web of just situations you can just branch out to. Um, I messed up in Act 2. I didn't do a, an important quest, and there was dialogue for me not doing the quest. Like, game-altering dialogue. It was like, this is this is what happened. You, you kind of fucked up here, buddy. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> I can't go back and fix this. There are oh, consequences shit. to some of the things you do. And that's another important thing, <laughs> is that, like, yeah. your actions change the world, literally change the environment that you are playing in. And it just adds this whole new depth and and engagement to the game. And it's it's just something that should be experienced by everybody. I, I, I don't care what kind of gamer you are. This should be something you experience. Well, you know, I think Baldur's Gate 3 has the potential to reach out to a lot of different gamers because a lot of different people, uh, not only because it's on PC and PlayStation, but after Game of Thrones, there has been a larger increase in people that actually like the whole fantasy genre. That's you know, true. Dragons and stuff like that. Game of Thrones really brought out like, hey guys, fantasy can be, you know, and I'm I'm not a game I'm not a Game of Thrones fan, but you know, Game of Thrones it really brought out like, hey, you know, I, I fantasy can be, you know, yeah. really grounded, really hey, fun and stuff like that like... and mature. <laughs> It was like, hey guys, Witcher. dragons and swords are Witcher. pretty fucking cool, just so you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Witcher, Witcher did it as well, you know. Absolutely. Every, everyone loves the Witcher. You know, maybe not maybe not season three, but I I keep avoiding season Everybody three. loves I'm everybody loves Henry Cavill. Three. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I have I haven't seen season three, which we, we gotta do our Witcher our Witcher video while we won't watch the Witcher, by the way. But uh yeah. I feel like I have to watch it. This is like a send-off to Garrett, Just as to, long as you understand, it ends at season three. There is no Witcher after season right. three. It does not exist. Right. I, I oh, just man. just gotta just gotta say goodbye to uh, uh, Henry Cavill's yeah. Geralt because after yeah. that, I think it's just gonna be downhill. Yeah. Flash non-existent. Uh, <laughs> 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 but I digress. Um, I was just thinking about. Um, Something you said made me think about the battle system in the game because uh, we were talking about like going from A to Z or like having encounters or not because like you might just find some random dude creeping on someone else trying to murder him and you can either save him or be like all right I'm killing both of you right. <laughs> you know you mm -hmm. can choose either either <laughs> yeah. path but for someone who plays Final Fantasy fourteen plays Legend of Zelda. This was a very foreign uh, way to do battle for me. And it's not to say that I haven't done like turn-based stuff before, but not with like the rolling of the dice involved and like hitting and missing and trying to figure out what spell to optimize or how to set up this whole battle. But like you can understand <laughs> that you're going to be in a big battle here in a minute. And you can set the stage by throwing grease on the ground or right understanding where maybe some enemies might be coming from where to put up some sort of spell barrier type of thing or do you want to have someone go invisible right away so there's a lot of strategy involved in a battle where you're very clearly outmatched right um yeah. but you come out victorious because not only do you have maybe a wizard throwing a gigantic fucking fireball <laughs> on six guys but then you also have a warrior on the side just beating the shit out of them because they are maxed out on their ac so there's just so much strategy and enjoyment and maybe like 
losing a battle to be honest and mm-hmm. then understanding and planning how to do it differently and better and right. then coming out on top the next time yeah right there there was there was that one fight that we we that i was worst fight i've i've had in the game so far <laughs> where i i died over 40 times tilted man that fight got me triggered like it, it was probably like slightly poorly designed but that's a conversation for another time um but each time I, I tweak something a little different, I would use a different oil for my weapons. I would use a different spell buff. I'd use a different concentration spell for my cleric. I would use, like, put some different armor on to have different effects that would prevent the boss from just one-shotting my mage, you know? It's just like, it, you you learn from your failure. You can keep trying different strategies and it, it kind of, it, it opens up a lot of uh, uh, interesting ways to play the game because you can just, you can either, you, you can brute force a fight, you can, uh, you can kite, kite somebody as a fight, you know, you can push somebody off a fucking ledge for a fight if you don't want the loot but (laughs) (laughs) i had to resort to that there's a battle that's fairly on fairly early on in the game like in this encampment of uh goggles goblins there we go that's the word um and there was this one boss in there that i simply just kept dying to i hadn't prepped i didn't know anything about the game and so I finally got so upset and annoyed that I just shoved her ass down a chasm. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I won. This is the best, actually. I didn't get the loot. And I learned later on that, damn, I wanted that loot. Right. But... <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> who you're out. talking about. <laughs> and I was like, you dumb drought or uh, dumb I, whatever. I, 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 shove her off. I put her, uh, her night clothes on Shadowheart. Looks hot, I bet. Absolutely. Speaking of hot characters, we maybe should talk about the cast. Oh, absolutely. Guys, if you're not romancing Shadowheart or Carlac, I need you to get out of here. I Just gotta go, because I'm romancing Asterion and Halton. Okay, that's Woo. that's fine, that's fine. Sorry, I, I was talking to my male audience. That's fair. Or anyone who flies well, that way. Or anyone yeah, who anyone flies, flies that way. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, if, you, if, you, if you swing towards the Asterion Halton... Do you, friend? <laughs> but Karlak is Dami Mommy Supreme. Well <laughs> oh man! The interactions yeah. between the cast, the 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 fact that you can romance uh, people that you don't even expect you're able to romance is is mm. very interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I I saw. You know what? I'm not even going to mention it here because it's kind of spoilery. Um, so I won't mention it. Uh, but there are some interesting characters you can romance. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you kind oh, of pick yeah. up, like, vagabonds along the way, too. That, yes. Like, it's like, you didn't have to do this side quest, but now suddenly this person's just hanging out in your camp until you try to figure out something that there, you're doing for them. There is a certain man who wants to stab me in the eye who has been in my camp since Act 1. <laughs> and I refuse to let him stab me in the eye. <laughs> And he is just chilling in my camp. No other dialogue. Just waiting for the opportunity. He's just like waiting for me to say yes. I'm like, bro, will you Uh, just like say something different? You're not getting my eyeball. 
<laughs> See, I don't know what you're talking about, and this is so curious. I'll have to ask you after, because oh, I don't know, I know. if I oh, had man. the same encounter, and that's something that's been incredibly interest interesting in playing alongside you and alongside Winter, and my boyfriend is like, I'll look behind me, and there's something crazy going on on his computer screen, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And he's like, you didn't do this one thing here? And I was like, there was a thing there? Right. No, I was annoyed with this place, so I left. <laughs> Um, so I, I, I do have to go and take care of my daughter. Um, but I do just want to just want to say this for a person who, you know, and like you said earlier, dungeon play doesn't play Dungeons and Dragons, you know, like like how some other people do where they have like these hour or even day, weeks, months, year long campaigns, you know, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And, you know, people, you know, I just don't have that type of time. You know, you may not have that type of time to really, you know, invest in that and really do stuff like that. It's really nice that they have this type of game where I can say, oh, man, this is Dungeons and Dragons. I can finally play Dungeons and Dragons. I can right. play how I want to. I can play with my friends how I want to. I could do different campaigns. I could do an evil campaign. I could do a slightly a slightly evil campaign, a really good campaign. I can kill these people or I cannot kill these people. I can see what, yada, yada, yada. So one thing I'm hoping this game does is have expansions yes because expansions absolutely. yep expansions means different types of stories that you could play just like dungeons and dragons you know and it's and that's <clears throat> that's something that i do hope that they do as well um mm -hmm. and you know obviously it's it's going to take a it's going to take a long time for them to do that which i'm i'm okay with yeah. as long as they put the same level and care into the expansion that they did with the regular one I'm, I'm I'm all for it, what? and I will pay sixty dollars for an expansion. Absolutely, for a game like this, absolutely. One hundred percent. One thing I'm I'm I would uh want to like one thing I would be like super excited for them to release is like uh, a map maker. Like Ooh, you can build your own yeah. campaign. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be so yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah, and like it, nice. it, it play out just like a regular like a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. You right, have your, you right, can right. literally build your whole campaign and play it like that with your friends. Right. Yeah. You can either yep. play as a player character and have the the NPCs automated, or you can play as the GM and and uh, yeah, the dungeon, dungeon master, master and yeah. and control the enemies while you have four friends who try to yep. complete your can. It'd be so fucking cool. And like so I great. said, it would it would remove that barrier. Um, that knowledge gap for Dungeons and Dragons that 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 the tabletop Dungeons and Dragons has, and it would open up a lot of people to get into the Dungeons and Dragons right. scene, and yeah. just experience a a a, a DM run campaign. I think Definitely. it would be really fucking cool to see that. Yeah, yeah, me too. I really think so too. Um, any closing thoughts, Chris? Play the game. It's amazing. Um, the dialogue, the character development, it's all extremely well-written, well-thought-out, extremely well-voice-acted. Mm -hmm. It's super fun to play. Um, just don't come knocking at our door when you've lost an entire weekend and you don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Listen to the woman. <laughs> um, but I think that's our conversation for tonight. Everybody, thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, Thanks for and... having me. Thank you guys for watching. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe and uh, catch us for some crazy content on our YouTube channel. And we'll see you all next time. See you next Bye. time.